welcome to episode four of Love and Other Drugs. I'm Robin. And I'm Amy. And today we are going to remove the post-sex slut label because we think it is utter fucking bullshit. So how are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm okay, actually. Just, I think it's been like a bit of a, bit of a weird week. Um, my like mood hasn't been great. My anxiety hasn't been great. Preparing to go back to work. I think there's just like loads of stuff that's going, that's going on right now. But I, I did get to see my boyfriend Phil for the first time in four months. Uh, it's been a bit of a journey actually, because we start, we sort of started dating back in November and then come like sort of like the end of February, we've just like not seen each other for four months. So it's been been a bit of an experience. Like it almost feels like we're going back to dating in a way. Um, yeah. Still together, which, which is fine, which is great. And that's, that's what I want. And that's, well, he fucking, I fucking hope that he wants that too. Um, but <laughs> I think that it's just, yeah, it's, we're going to have to go back to a bit of like a dating dating phase, which which I'm trying to see is a positive thing. You know, it's like getting to know each other again because we haven't seen each yeah. other or haven't really had much to talk about during lockdown because we've not really done anything because we've been in lockdown. So it's been a bit yeah. of a weird situation, um, but it's been really awesome. Well, that's cool. Yeah, like it's it's been really good. Like we, we had birthdays during lockdown. So, and for, for one reason or another, we weren't able to see each other. But we were able to like exchange gifts the other night. He got me some really, really cool gifts. Um, you know, like a, a hammock and a sleeping bag, uh, some wine. Um, he's a really out like he's very outdoorsy and doesn't believe in tent sleeping in doesn't yep, doesn't even believe in sleeping in a tent. So he sleeps in hammocks and he ties them to trees and we, he's he's bought me this hammock where and I'm I'm gonna put it on our Insta story, but he's bought me this hammock where there's like a, a flight because I'm terrified of spiders and I was like am I fuck gonna sleep in a hammock if there's something crawling on me you can fuck right off so he's kind of knocked down that barrier and bought me this hammock where you can it's like a fly net over the top and you can zip it so like nothing can nothing can uh, get in yeah it's good really cool. job good job so I don't know what it's yeah. gonna be like I've never slept in a hammock I I'm a creature of comfort I, I mean I'm happy to not always do luxury but I like to be comfortable where I am, so that will be that'll be interesting. You got me a sleep, really cool sleeping bag. Um, so, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. I have a lot going on right now, which is ridiculous because we're not allowed to leave the house. But <laughs> we're going back to work as well. Um, there's been a lot of like uncertainty, I guess, with guidelines and laws and knowing what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. Yeah. So that's been a bit of a weird situation. But then I also have an exam coming up soon with uni. So I am heads down on revision on that. So I bought some new lovely pastel notebooks, (laughs) which I got today. And my mom was like, are you joking? And I was like, no, I am not. How beautiful are these? Um, I love it. They're the Oxford ones. So do I. And they've got to be a certain paper density. Yes. None of this flimsy shit. So I hope it's sort of like borderline yeah. cardboard. It's 90 GSM. Ooh. It is. Ooh, like if you ever want a good notebook, <laughs> Oxford campus notebooks. I've got nearly got through uni because of these. Amazing. Not quite got through uni yet. We'll, uh, we'll <laughs> make sure that we stick them on the ground so people can, other, other uni students or people who just like writing things down furiously like me can get involved. 
Yeah, anyone who likes a good quality paper. And I don't understand how anyone cannot like a good quality paper. But that's pretty much it for this week. I'm, I'm pretty good today. Um, that's good. So what's your addiction for this week then? Oh, addiction of the week. Would it be um really lame if I said my boyfriend? <laughs> so like, I know I've just been talking about him, but yeah, like I feel now that I've seen him just to have that kind of physical touch and, you know, human, physical human contact has been pretty good. So yeah, especially considering yeah. you were going out with them for less time. Yes. Like, I know it's just such a do you know what I mean weird situation like it just feels like we've not seen him for twice as long I know as what you have seen him it's it's so weird um I bet there's loads of other people in this boat as well like it'd be interesting to know if they've survived it how they've meandered through the situation did it not work out um I'm I really want it to work with Phil so I'm I'm happy to to give that a go we'll see that's cool. That's well done for making it through. Thanks. It's been, for me. Yay, thank you. So yeah, he's going to be my addiction of the week this week because I that was the first thing that came into my mind when we were talking about this. So yeah. What about you? What are you addicted to? Oh, I love that. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Like what I'm in a singing little mood. You? I've been singing a Yeah, you are. <laughs> you look like you're going into like a, a chorus line. Um <laughs> But my, so if we're talking about the first thing I thought of for my addiction, it's probably going to be chocolate because I found some under the sofa five minutes ago. But my addiction of the week would have to be a podcast called Poorly Red. Oh, nice. So I've not been listening to any podcast at all through lockdown because I normally listen to them in the car uh, and because yeah. I've not been in the car. So then when I do go into the car, I need to, like, I know this sounds really strange, but the way I release a lot of energy and a lot of stress and everything is just like singing in the car because I like belt. I'm pretty sure everyone outside can hear. But so now that I'm back into podcasts, I started listening to this one. My friend told me, because it's about Harry Potter and you know how much I love Harry Potter. They basically, they read through the books of Harry Potter and then they summarize it. But it's just, it's so, it's equally beautiful as it is, as it is cynical. So they're like, what the fuck were you thinking there, JK? <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, that doesn't make sense. So <laughs> they've like made up loads of different stories. It's my kind of humor. Like basically like they've made up that McGonagall and Hagrid are on, having like a secret affair. But McGonagall's also sleeping with all of these people and they call her like McGee. And it's just, it's our kind of humor where they start talking about this and then suddenly they're down a rabbit hole. This ties in very well to our topic today. So McGonagall, if you're out there, which you are, but you're not real, um, you want a slot from us. Thank you. Yeah. So what is a slut? Like, really? I I really struggle with defining defining this because I really just hate the fucking label. Like, it, yeah. it, it's just like, can we just get rid of that, please, society? Like, can we just fuck this label off? Thank you very much. Yeah, so um, like when I was was when I was looking through this all, I thought, yeah, we're talking about it, but what does it actually mean? Because I guess with colloquialisms and everything like that, it's Ooh, different like from place word. to place. Oh, that's my mom. One of my mom's favorite words. I don't think I can pronounce it. I'm going to try at the end of the show because I don't. I don't want to interrupt our flow here, but I'm going to try and pronounce it. I just don't think I'm going to be able to. <laughs> I'll just pop it in somewhere random in the next episode. Colloquialism. <laughs> Um, Colloquialism. Never mind. Okay. So I thought because when we're 
like where we live, I, not I, that's bad, where we live, people more refer to people as slags rather than sluts. Yes. Do you want to explain what that is to people? Because I know that there's going to be a lot of people outside of the UK that might not know what that term means. Yeah, so I thought they were interchangeable. However, I looked up Urban Dictionary to see the top definition of both of them. So a slut, apparently, like they don't hold back on Urban Dictionary, by the way. So a slut, apparently, is a disgrace to all women. Now more than (gasps) ever, women are treated as if they are one. It's some morbid way to make themselves feel adequate or wanted or accepted for that matter. Want Whatever the reason, there is no excuse. And what? a woman's actually written this. What the fuck? So first of all, I am absolutely sitting here fuming because yeah. why have they just identified a slut as being a woman? Like, that, what? Yeah. disgrace to all women. Uh, and this is a woman... And do you know how at the bottom of Urban Dictionary, they also, they always have it like, put it into context. It's man says, hey, you looking fine. We should hook up. And then underneath she's put real woman. Try your luck somewhere else. I am not a slut. What? Does she have a name? Because I feel like I really want to like, I want to call her out on this big time. Or is this just like a random, a random thing? I don't know how this works. So she's, yeah, she's got a nickname. She's got like a username, but I I just don't know whether we should do that because there might be many people with the same name getting a lot of shit. That's very true. If we can, if we can (laughs) pin her down or even if we screenshot this, I think we should put it out there that this is like not okay. We won't blame her per se in case it's like other people that are going to get shit. But yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll block out the name, but this is just not not cool, but like really not cool. no. But then the Oxford Dictionary um, definition, which is actually an actual definition, I guess. It's a noun. It's derogatory is the first thing that they say. And then it says a woman who has many casual sexual partners. So, okay. And they were doing so well until underneath it said similar prostitute. Oh, Oh my God. This is so bad. So... It's not even, it's not even similar, like, first of all. And I just think I prefer their explanation. Again, they've referred it to women. Like, is is this something that's typically like, is is this, is this something that's like identified with women? Like, is, is that, is the slut term attached to a gender? Because, you know, we hear lots of things about, you know, man whores and fuck boys, but pretty sure that like, in terms of how they have described it, I'm pretty sure that this could, you know. Um, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Exactly. Oh, what a, 100%. What, a, what a bunch of shit. And also, I'd just like to point out that there is no such thing as a prostitute. Politically correct, you're supposed to call them a sex worker. So that should be changed like straight away. Yeah, I feel I, yeah, I feel like we need to call out the Urban Dictionary on this. I really do. That what? wasn't, that was Dictionary Dictionary. That was Oxford. Well, I, I'm going to travel down to Oxford when I can. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have, I'm going to protest. This is, this is not on. No, and then a slag is a woman who sleeps around, looks cheap, and or has questionable characters, according to Urban Dictionary. So, that's got me a little bit So, that's both of them, and that is why we're here. 
to make sure that people are no longer called that. That's not okay to talk to like to to say that about someone. And also, like, why should there be a label for it? I think this is my issue. What's the harm in it? If people are safe, if people look after themselves, if people are like good people about it, do you know what I mean? Like, it's a, yes, you can sleep with as many people as you want, as long as you're not like sleeping with five people at once. Then that's no, not cool. I, I fully Unless they agree. know, or it's an orgy. Yeah. Unless it's an orgy. And that's something that I've never taken part in. It's something that I, I won't. I don't judge that those that do. I would just find the situation probably overwhelming. Like, can you imagine now <laughs> if, if this put this into another context? Like, it could go two ways. Because you could, you could, I know I'm diverting slightly, but you could rock up to an orgy and be like, I don't really feel like I'm attracted to any of these people. So, like, what do you do then? Like, or do you just not do you Sit just in not the care? corner and rock? Or do you rock on that sex swing, yeah? Or do you, <laughs> do you, do you, what happens if you turn up to, like, this would be where I would struggle, right? If I turned up to an orgy and there was like Louis Theroux, Theo James, Jason Momoa, um, I'm just going to throw Zoe Kravitz in there because I think she's a babe. Like, I wouldn't be able to, I just wouldn't know what to do. I'd be like, well. It would be very overwhelming. You'd just be like. One at a time, please. <laughs> form an orderly queue. I just take a ticket yeah. up, and I'll form your name. I mean, I just couldn't. I just couldn't imagine like being in that scenario. I would love it if anyone's got some really mad Photoshop skills. Who's listening to this? Please, can you please Photoshop an orgy with um, and put Louis through Theo James, Zoe Kravitz, um, Jason Momoa. We will. We need to think of some more people to put in there. But I would just love to see yeah. maybe what that would look like because I'm just curious. Like I'm really. Curious. But also, I would love to hear stories about because we're obviously clueless about it. I would love to hear stories about anyone or from anyone who has ever had one. Yes, or like know what it's like. Yeah. Party. Like I don't know if they're. I feel like they're probably not the same. But just yeah, if anyone's had any of those experiences. Would love to know because, and, and this is going to be an interesting point is because, you know, we talk about labels, about slut, man, whore, or fuck boy, whatever, but people that go to these like orgies or, you know, s- sort of swingers parties, like nobody really labels them that way either. It's just like, oh, okay. Like yeah. go, go to these sexual parties and whatever. Like, so why is... Why do we have to, like you say, need to label anything? Like, it's just, it's bullshit. And we're, we're telling you now that you heard it here. It's bullshit. It, it just, this label should not exist. And you should never, ever call anybody a slut or a man whore or a fuckboy because it's just, it's just, it shouldn't be even be used as a derogatory term in general. Like, yeah, because if you want to have sex with everyone, you can have sex with everyone as long as it's consensual, as long as everyone's okay yeah. with it. But like, that does not make you less of a person. If you want to go out and do that with someone, and there might be so many reasons behind why a person had so many sexual partners, or maybe they just want to have a bit of a chill time, that's fine. You don't have to. I hate this the fact that people even have to justify there. it. Yeah, I know. Like, I hate, I hate having to justify things. Like, I think there are people that just really are really sexually liberated and they see it as, as something that's like really beautiful, however you want to do that. So I think 
I think that's fine. And and something that I need to be better at with myself is like I've never, you know, I've been in those situations where, you know, when you're at school and if if you lose your virginity, which I did, like and and those those girls that hadn't lost their virginity, they'd be the first to sort of be on that bandwagon saying, Oh my gosh, this girl is like such a slut. Like I've been in that position. That that was really fucking horrible. So for me, I'm I care in terms of this situation, like I care too much about what people think, you know, like it's, it's for me, I don't want to have to feel shame if I want to sleep with people, but I do because yeah, that's, that's society. I'm worried about people. Like it's just, it's fucked. And I need to, I need to not, it's irrelevant now, but I just need to not feel that way. Yeah. But then people should be like, yes, go on girl. Like people should be a, uplifted by it. it's not a bad thing as long as they treat everyone with respect as long as they're not bad people. yes yes and I think there's that's, no that's so issue true. with it I think on on that note as well like I think other people's behavior can make you feel like that so say for example you know and we'll get into this later on because we've had some really um some great stories sent in by some of our listeners but you know I think people can make you feel like shit so, like, if you have, if you decide you want to have sex with someone on the first date, go for it. But then if somebody ghosts you after, like, that's a really fucking shit thing to do. Like, just be a fucking adult. Like, you know, like, decide before you go in if you want to that it's just going to be, it's just going to be sex or, you know, or do the right thing and say that, hey, actually, I've had a really great time not looking for a relationship or I don't want this to go into a relationship, whatever, just be just be honest don't make people feel like like that they have to be ashamed but then on the other hand if you're really cool with who you are you probably wouldn't give a shit about their behavior anyway it's interesting yes totally but just position it right I guess let them know that they oh let them know what's gonna happen not position not position them interesting (laughs) interesting choice of (laughs) words I mean that could be another topic but maybe down the line we'll see but yeah positions interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway this episode is not about orgies therefore (laughs) we will go back on track okay well if if you say so but yeah maybe it's a topic for another time for sure but i would yeah 100 i would like to hear about your if you feel like you want to share like your personal experiences around this topic that we're talking about of slut shaming totally yeah yeah, so actually, I was going to say surprisingly, I've never been slut shamed, but I actually don't believe I've ever been called a slut. I don't think anyone could try and call me one. Um, it's a bit risky talking about this in the family house, like um, <laughs> hoping that doesn't get round. But Ooh. I guess I am very different to a lot of people my age in the fact where I have never been in a relationship, dated people, but the people I've dated, I've never actually slept with. But I've never, and also I've never slept with the same person more than once. So arguably, wow, I am a slut. I mean, well, like if you put it according into the to like, Urban Dictionary, <laughs> fuck, we are everyone all bags, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like in that, in the sense of that way, I um, if I said that one line, then yes, you could probably say that. But also, there's reasons behind that and why I do that, and. I don't know I guess I don't see it as that because I'm not just like it's not an issue if I was to be doing it but 
just because I say that it doesn't mean it's been over a long period of time so just to go back on like one of your one of the things that you just said about you've never slept with the same person twice is is that's that's cool by the way but you can't you made it sound like there was like a little reason behind it and I'm curious and you don't have to talk about it but I I'm just I'm a nosy nosy person and I just really want to <laughs> know why no that's fine um it's it's very strange because I am very aware of like growing up in gymnastics it's super bitchy sport and I think it's brought me to a point now where I very much worry about what everyone is saying behind my back mm-hmm. and I know everyone does worry about that but mine's like a deep-seated yeah whatever I do I worry about what anyone thinks yeah, yeah. so because of that growing up I was not a very good looking girl when I was younger and I wasn't really popular with guys or anything like that and then it got to a point where like even to the point where everyone else had kissed someone so then I was like well not everyone actually my group of friends went we were all quite like latecomers to the party yeah um fashionably the eight babes it's fine (laughs) so then it got to a point where I was like oh right that guy's probably kissed like 12 girls and I've not kissed anyone like what's he gonna tell his mate about me what's gonna happen here and like I to the point where when I was younger I really liked a boy called Ross he was in my geography class we sat next to each other had great bants he was good like a boy all about the band but he was one of the he was right and we got on like a house on fire but he was one of the popular guys and as we as the year progressed I started to take a bit of a fancy into our Ross <laughs> and so I told my friend and I was like oh actually like I really I, I really quite like him but I wasn't I was always aware that he would never like me back and that's fine I had to live with that Ross, every single you're listening this you know I I hope <laughs> that you can you can understand the impact that you've had on war Amy here <laughs> so then I told my friend and then like a couple of months later my friend was like oh actually I've been talking to Ross and I was like oh sounds so, like wait, I so just one second one second I just want to just I'm just gonna interject there I mean I know high school is a complex situation but did you just say so the girl that you divulged your like Ah, do I say the word vulnerability? Like, you know, you kind of made yourself a bit vulnerable and you had admitted that you like this guy. This, this Is this this girl? I don't like where this yes. is going. Don't like where it's going at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, strap yourself in, honey. So I tell Megan, I'm like, I really like Ross. Not under any circumstance thinking that Ross had any feelings towards me. I'm, I'm very much a realist, as you know. So I was just like, that's never going to happen. So I was grand with that. And then she was like, oh, well, I'm uh, talking to someone. And I was like, oh, cool, who is it? And she was like, oh, it's, it's Ross. And I couldn't be angry because it wasn't gonna, It was, wasn't like it was going to happen anyway. So I was like, oh, it's a bit pants. But like, you know, love is love. <laughs> you take that. Okay, you do you, hun. Yeah. <laughs> or Ross. <laughs> no. So then they like got into a relationship or whatever. And then like a couple maybe like six months to a year down the line, I was chatting to her about something. And then she was like, bearing in mind, Ross didn't know I fancied him at all. She was like, oh, (laughs) me and Ross sometimes just laugh about the fact that you used to like him, you know. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Megan. Oh, oh, cool. And then (laughs) with that, it's just like, all right, so people do talk. And in my mind, when they said that, I was like, oh, that's like, (laughs) Amy, wanted to go out with you. (laughs) That's really fucking horrible. Like, yeah, I think people forget 
how scarring like words can be I mean they can be they can be really scarring anytime but I think especially when you're a bit younger and you're impressionable things can really can can really stick like they can really hurt yeah there's one thing just as a segue feel sorry for Amy um there was one thing so like I remember if someone says something that upsets me it is like deep-seated within me I will not forget it um and another one is this girl in school went up to my two best friends when I wasn't there and was like do you think Amy's pretty and my two friends were like I well like yeah because they're good friends so but they you, were like, just yeah, we but to clarify that you mean you are so we're, we're just going to park that bit right there so you know <laughs> you you are thank you so like as good friends they were like yeah yeah she is uh, but like we think we do and she was like oh well like I don't oh that's is this <laughs> and they were like what is this this Megan bitch no no this is a different girl this is another um, bitch this, yeah this I don't like these girls I swear it's like no no she, she was really she was not a nice human um so they she turned around and was like oh see I don't like I think she's like slightly ugly with her hair down but she's like really ugly with her hair up <laughs> what a so then I thing na- never say. wore my hair up yeah I never wore my hair up after that it was always down so because I was so slightly less of, ugly all of this like stuff that you've sort of experienced through high school yeah. has kind of led to you and, and I guess the de- the decisions and the view that you have of yourself like right now. Yeah, 100%. So then when I say I've never slept with the same person twice, that's because it will only be on a holiday when there is no chance of it ever getting back to me at home. Gosh, that's like, that's what- I'm trying, yeah, putting your, putting myself in your shoes, I guess like, it sounds to me like that would be like such a limiting way to live, but also quite like shaming. And I don't, I don't mean that like in a negative way. I mean that I feel it would be, I just can't really imagine having to feel like that much shame because of, because of how, you know, all these other people have like trapped me in my past that I can't express myself or I can't be myself or I can't make my own choices without having to worry about like I do I do get that you know because I I do worry about what people think even even to this day like I do I've had different experiences to you but they have also led to that to that point of I think I think people are naive to think that they don't like no matter what anyone says it will affect someone in one way or another yeah. I think people always will care about what people think about them because it's human nature to do so. I mean, there are people who now I'm like, you are irrelevant. And one of the girls is that girl, the slightly ugly girl. But yeah, so I think you're you're so right in saying like other people, everyone, everyone feels that way at one point or another in life that they care so much yeah. about what other people think. I think they do. And I, I hate that. Like, I think for me, yeah. what sort of shaped my experience in this is I'm not I'm going to put it out there you know I went through I'm 36 I'm older than you and I've (laughs) been through but even if I wasn't you know fuck age I don't you know fuck all of that label shit but I've been through stages of just where I've been really promiscuous and I've been like don't give a fuck well I I, actually I did I literally gave a fuck but I really had many I just had a great time (laughs) doing that you know like I I went through. So you stage. should. Yeah, and I went through a stage where I was just like, do you know what? I don't want a boyfriend, but you know, I just I 
who doesn't enjoy a bit of sex? Like, I just think it was a really great way to, um, I don't know, I got to know what I liked about myself. I got to know what I enjoyed sexually. I loved the the freedom and the liberation of being able to just in, enjoy, you know, other, other people. Um, I've, I don't do that anymore, but like I went through that stage and I don't, I've never actually, like if somebody called me a slut for that, I'd be like, actually, no, I'm just popular. So whatever. But (laughs) I, but to get a bit serious about it, you know, I, when I was sort of growing up, I had a, you know, a group of guy friends and none of us ever slept with each other. So that's fine. But when we were all sort of, I don't know, getting to that stage where we were dating, and we were all talking about dating and things and hanging out and discussing, you know, what had happened the night before. The way that they talked about women really shaped how I felt about things. So, for example, if a girl had gone out and she'd had sex on a first date, they would be like, yeah, I t- totally won't be going there because she just doesn't have any respect for herself, like bit of a slut, um, won't, you know... that's just never going to work. You know, the chase is gone. Like I just can't really think of anything else that I really want to do with her now. And so you did it too. Exactly. So, so they were in that situation as well, but being exposed to that, that's what I'd learned. So growing up, I'd learned, okay, it's not a really good thing to, to do. So I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm a bit of a rebel, but I'm just not going to talk about it. (laughs) You know, like I'm not going to have that open conversation about it, but that's what sort of shaped my experience. Yeah, it, it freaking infuriates me as well. Like it, and it isn't just, I don't want to be like, yeah, so we're not men bashing, by the way, when we say this, this is just like our experience as as women. But, you know, I've equally, I've equally heard other girls, you know, talk about other girls being a slut because they've gone out and had sex on the first date or they've gone out and had sex with a couple of guys in a, in a week or a couple of weeks like whatever like i've just i've been around those conversations enough to know that that's been what this like potentially like the society view is on that so it just yeah. kind of it really does shape your own experience in a way completely and it frustrates me that people have this whole you should never have sex on the first date Because, like, what is the issue with that, really? If two people are attracted to each other, and imagine, like, someone that's never had sex in, like, months. They've got this date. They're they're feeling it. They're having, like, a great time. And then it gets to the end of the night, and they're like, right, so I shouldn't shouldn't do this because people will judge me. But then when lads are like, well, she had sex on the first date. It's like she had sex with you on the first date, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. Like, (laughs) So does that mean that you're the same? So then wh- why is the difference there? Why is it yeah, why is okay, okay for a guy to do it, but not a girl? Because all it is, is f- it's physical, really. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really fucking annoying. And actually, like, if anybody says that to me in the future, if anybody, like, I wouldn't want to be with somebody that narrow-minded. Like, I just think if, if you're not capable of enjoying, you know, a physical connection with somebody and putting, putting your views or society views aside, like, I just think that's really unattractive. You know, like, I really like people who just go for what they want and you can be adults, adults about it. Just off pudding for me, but you know. Yeah. I couldn't have someone do like say that to me either, but like words hurt. And I think these, these labels and the way that people 
talk about people very derogatory by this throwing this one word at them like it needs I don't know I think it's it just frustrates me and we kind of asked people on our Instagram stories on our Twitter on our Facebook to write in and tell us a situation where they've been called a slag or a slut or a situation around this labeling yeah like how they've dealt with people labeling them and how they feel yeah for sure yeah because technically I could be called that even though now that you know there's a reason behind it and there's a reason why I live my life a particular way and I choose maybe to not have relationships or whatever because I struggle with that trust, but that's fine with me. But if you don't know that and all you know is I've never slept with the same guy twice, that on me could be a misrepresentation. Yeah, it's just like, do you know what? Like stick your fucking judgmental fucking opinions up your ass. Like I can't stand. <laughs> I know, I, do you know, like this sort of goes back to one of our earlier episodes. I think it was our first one when we talked about turn-ons and turn-offs. I'm going to add to that now, judgmental pricks. So I don't like anyone that's judgmental. And that's relationship-wise or friendship-wise. Like if if I'm around people that are too judgy, like you can just eject out of my life because I can't, I can't, I can't deal with that. Yeah, it's not cool. So, so oh, you shoot. I was gonna say, did you want to talk about, because you've had some people write into you personally, I've had some people write into me. Do you want to go through your, your list of people? Okay, yeah. So I've actually got it written on a whiteboard. The side so I can read off it. <laughs> um, so I had a couple of people that messaged in about the whole sleeping with the same person twice. And one of those girls even said that this a guy had actually stopped talking to her because of it, which oh. is absolute bullshit. Beautiful. What a, but, what a wank puffin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, wank puffin. He's a wank puffin. So there you go. You are a wank puffin. Don't know what one of those is, if but any, you are one. No. If anyone would like to draw one and send it in. <laughs> Please, and, and just put, <laughs> if you'd like to attach that to the picture of the uh, Louis Theroux and Theo uh, Theo James and Zoe Kravitz in, in the orgy picture, I mean, feel free to just do whatever you want with this scenario. Yeah, you do you. Get creative. <laughs> the fifth member of the orgy is the Wank Puffin. <laughs> I don't even know what one would look like. In the corner, Robin. Oh my God, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Well, I just don't know what a wank puffin would. I just I'm imagining things that I really shouldn't be picturing. Anyway, yeah, I feel like we just need to clarify here that we are actually joking, and we never want any of these orgy pictures um, made or sent. Please, I'm not sure the celebrities would quite appreciate that either. One of the other girls, which is the one I kind of really want to concentrate on, was that guys assume that because she slept with a lot of guys that she's easy and that she's therefore gonna sleep with them that annoys me more like that annoys me more like she might want to be that way she might want to have sex with so many people like good for her fucking good for her good for her sorry so then like people like if they're say if you go on a night out or whatever people will like know that she's got like i guess a high number so then they like, like, like they, they, they have given her like that reputation. Yeah, which is fine because you do you, you do what you want. If you're like, if you're safe, if you're left after yourself, then that's fine. But then it's not cool for people to just assume and like give her this like easy title. Yeah, like I, I, I that really like it just irritates me because again, and it goes to this. I guess it goes back to the sort of like the men thing is like men get applauded for that stuff 
you know, yeah. like their mates really do. And I don't know what it's like now. Like, I don't know what it's like for, say, your generation now. That makes me sound so fucking old. But when oh I God. was in my 20s, um, it certainly was. Back in my day. Back in that day. Um, so, yeah. She, but then, again, when that was sent in, I kind of thought, mind you, lads also get uh, a name. They get, like, manhole, fuckboy, yeah, slut. Yeah, they do. I would, I'd be really keen though to know how men feel about that. Like, do they wear that badge with pride? Because for women, when they get that label, it's often attached with shame. It just, the whole thing sort of interests me. But um, I had somebody write in actually uh, from a male perspective, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. So I asked him, obviously, it's, it, people want to be anonymous and that's cool. So I did ask him what he would like his fake name to be for the sake of this episode. And he <laughs> he wants to be known as Dirk Diggler, mate. He's actually from Australia. So I was going to say, is he Australian? <laughs> he is, yeah, and he wants to be called Dirk Diggler. So, Dirk, this is over for you. I did give him the option to appear on the show. He's happily uh, happily married to, like, a, he's got a beautiful wife and kids. So I think he wants to sort of put those days behind him per se he feels like in his words he's yeah. retired but he we did have a bit of a questions <laughs> yeah he's retired so we did have a bit of a questions and answer session so I'm going to read some of those out so we put on the insta story you know how does this labeling make you feel and he responded saying he was proud but he's never really been called like a fuck boy as such so I thought okay cool he's proud nice no probs what are your thoughts on women getting called a slut if a girl sleeps with a guy on the first date you know, what are your thoughts about that? Would it put you off from dating her if she slept with you on the first day? And his response, which was interesting to me, was, fuck no. Sometimes just meeting a, <laughs> yeah, sometimes just meeting and having a strong physical attraction, um, it, you, you can't sort of help where that goes. And he sort of went on to say that it does de- depend on how she held herself though. Like if she literally just wanted to have, have sex and then leave immediately and was oddly insensitive about it, he wouldn't want to pursue things because he wouldn't want to push a, push a date. So for him, I think yeah. behind that, he was sort of thinking like, you can be adults. Like if people can just, you know, you can, you can don't have to leave. You can stay over. Like there's no need to make yeah. it a thing. You know, like some people get that weird, and I've been there. You've, you've got that sort of feeling after you've had sex with someone that maybe you haven't known for too long, and you're like, "Do I stay over here? Do I spoon? Do I let him spoon me? Do I just continue to yeah. lie here awkwardly, or do I just bounce?" And you know, I think yeah, I've never really thought about that situation or how that would make the guy feel. Like you know, I haven't. Like it, I've yeah, I've me neither. Actually, never thought that that would actually make someone f- because you know, putting the shoe on the other foot. Like, how would you feel if that happened? Some guys don't care, but I think you know, I didn't really sort of. I just thought all all men would be fine with that because it's like the ultimate fantasy, isn't it, to have like a no string yeah. thing? But that was my assumption, and that was I feel like incorrect because some people aren't like that so I found that interesting yeah me me too but if we're being honest I am always the base Um, people please elaborate what you mean (laughs) (laughs) coming to the base beam me up Scotty so what I meant was like because of the way I go about things I normally feel better going back to where I am than when Uh, where they are because it's a safety kind of thing. 
I don't know, because like, and this sort of contradicts what I've just said, <laughs> but yeah. whatever, whatever. Let's, we're having an uncomfortable, weird conversation here anyway. Mm-hmm. I would feel In my like, sitting room of my family house. <laughs> I feel like if somebody came to stay over at my house, but I didn't want them there after, how mm-hmm. do you then kick somebody out? I said, goodbye. <laughs> this was, this was fun, but, uh. I, um, Yeah. It was just like a... Yeah, how Okay, so you obviously... Yeah, it wasn't situation. Really. I'd love to know yeah. what that's like. Yeah, no, please, please explain how you went about that. How you positioned okay, that. Okay, so I've had... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've had maybe three different scenarios. So like people have stayed and then the next morning just got up, showered and left. Yeah, okay. Did you spoon? So like chill, yeah. Okay, nice. I think that's like a nice scenario. Yeah, because it's yeah. just like, in my opinion, like there's not wrong with a bit of, bit of cuddling. It doesn't mean that I then want <sighs> your babies. Yeah, just love a cuddle. Like just, you know, just love a cuddle. Yeah, and then another one was accidentally fell asleep and then a roommate came in. <laughs> this was the one Wait, that's you never happened it. before. Oh. We fell asleep. Okay. On top of the covers. So and if then a roommate my- came in though, like were you sharing that room with that person? Like what? This was Vegas, actually. So in Vegas, back in my room. And clearly what happens in Vegas, guys, doesn't stay in Vegas because Amy's like, just she's shitting all over that scenario right now. So please don't tell us. (laughs) We did the deed. Then I stayed over and then he (laughs) stayed over at mine. Sorry, we both fell asleep. But then the light was, I don't know about the light, but anyway, no, the light was on. So my roommate came in having a conversation. So I heard she like woke us both up before... Like she actually seen us, and then we were just like, "Hello!" And then she was like, "Oh God, God!" Were you naked? I don't know why yeah, I want to know like that, but you were like starkers on top of the on top on of top it. of the yeah, oh. literally just like passed out straight away. Perfect. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then we woke up like however long after she came in, cried in Spanish when she seen us, <laughs> left, <laughs> and then and then like stood outside the door for for him to like pop his clothes on and then go literally oh. straight across the hall to his room oh, i just feel i feel cringe right now oh no this is so funny <laughs> yeah and then um we didn't really yeah we didn't really speak about that to each other like with her she we just kind of both pretended it had never happened but then every time after that she was just like because we were like we were moving around a bit and every time after that, she was just like, just let me know if you like oh. feminist <laughs> doing this. And I was just like, whoa. Did you have to put like a, some people put like a sock on the door, don't they? Or like a do yeah, not disturb just, sign or something. We just didn't even think about it. I mean, why yeah, would you? You were was... caught up in the moment. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Great time. Um, and then it, like other times it's been where I've just been like, okay, bye. No, no, no. I, I, I feel like you can't just say this. Like I feel just because I want to know how this works because I've been in some freaking awkward conversate, like conversations and scenarios in my dating time, um, you know, but I, I don't think, I think I've always been the person to stay over because it gives me control over whether I want to stay or whether I want to leave. Yeah. Um, and then again, not sort of taking into consideration how that would make the guy feel actually. But yeah. what, so what is your, was it awkward? Like if, cause if they wanted to stay and they were, they were like, they finished, cleaned up a little bit, done whatever. And then they've come back into bed and like, you know, pulled the blanket over them ready to have a bit of a snug. And you're like, Mm-mm, sorry, sorry, babes. But, but no, I, I just want to know how you, you, 
initiate that conversation. I'm so glad everyone can listen to this. Um, (laughs) So I don't let it get that far. There's no blankets covered up, snuggling in. Oh, so he he pulls out and you're like, see you, mate. (laughs) Oh, oh, fuck. (laughs) Like, I'm just picturing this poor guy who's probably still really, really flustered and just wants to calm his manhood down a little bit after that you know he just wants to do some time to just compose himself and you're just like nah put your pants on as a climax i just say uh call you call a taxi <laughs> i don't shout the name oh my god what is it that's amazing i love it no I love it can you imagine no. <laughs> no but yeah basically just like um yeah i i would probably go with call a taxi or just see you later uh, thanks had a good night gonna sleep now sayonara oh can you get home brutal uh, oh i think can you get home's a good one like can you can, do you want me to do you need me to call the taxi? yeah yeah okay that, yeah. that's like that's a nice so if everybody's listening that would be a nice way to do it if you didn't want to spend the night with someone i think can i call you a yeah. taxi? yeah yeah cool. yeah but i'm not brutal as in a i think if they stay over that something's gonna happen I'm brutal in the way of like mine's not from a bitchy way mine's from a comfortable I probably can't sleep if I don't know who you are but that's it, but happy it to have sex with you human. happy to have sex with yes you. no probs just just don't want to just don't want to know you that's that's it really just give me that d and off your fuck see you later mate bye <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the person I yeah no that's true I take it case by case that's definitely true I think it's that's cool of him to say that yeah and so Dirk also went on to say that because I'd mentioned that you know it's really great to hear from a male perspective that some men you know like my friends that I grew up with for example if they knew or like if a woman slept with them on the first date they'd be like she's got no respect for herself I don't respect her even though they've done the same his response to that was absolutely not at all if it was me I respect anyone who is decent and honest overall I think it's more acceptable for people to have sex on a first date um, but it would be maybe potentially more for personal satisfaction because it's it's a better feeling to him to give pleasure to somebody that he truly feels for. And he was sort of saying that he yeah. thinks that it's been lost a bit, especially sort of like with, you know, online dating and Tinder and all those other different apps. And he feels like a bit disappointed with the change. And, you know, he was saying that some of his best connections actually and friendships were formed that way. And some after yeah. four hours of meeting winky face but um so that was yeah good on you Dirk Diggler and I think (laughs) Dirk Diggler makes some interesting interesting points I do wonder though if and I might sort of go back and ask him this later but I wonder if he feels like it would be the same if he was single and had gone through that tinder life like would he still have the same views because I there's a quite a few people that like we work with as well Ames that have have been in really long-term relationships all throughout like you know when when we say use tinder but there's so many other apps out there but you know when these kind of apps have launched but they've been married throughout that they've been in long-term relationships they've never actually experienced online dating so I wonder I kind of envy them away in a way because I feel like their values are going to be a lot different to than to sort of how easily accessible tinder and and the like make make things but then i think if you 
go from like a time when Tinder wasn't a thing and then you meet someone for a first date and have sex with them. I mean, that's fine either way. But I think now it's even more acceptable to do so because you've probably been talking to them for like a week, two weeks before you've even met. Or in this case of lockdown, two months, yeah, four months, four months. It's been four months. That's definitely happened with me before. Like I'm, when I was on the uh, online dating apps, like I wouldn't be that person that would be like, let's meet up straight away. And I, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be somebody that kept people waiting for weeks either, by the way, but I, it, it was important for me to feel comfortable. Like I, I needed some kind of anchor, like some kind of element of me thinking that I kind of knew them a little bit before I went yeah. and did that. It was just like my social anxiety just couldn't handle it. So I needed to get to know them a little bit be- beforehand. And I've definitely been in those scenarios where, you know, you've spoken for like a week or two and you're like, yeah, okay. Like I feel, it almost feels like when you meet up on that date, it's not, it's not really like a first date almost some yeah. like it just it's a weird feeling isn't it but so that was like a really positive spin on it that was really nice of him to say that but yeah because I just didn't like I I haven't really thought about other like how men might feel like it, you know when I was sort of talking before about just leaving get up and leaving like I hadn't really yeah. thought about how that might make the other person feel and I, I mean I think in that situation, yeah it's important to be selfish sometimes though because you've got to sort of feel safe and comfortable like if I just felt a bit awkward I'm not going to want to lie there cause, and, and feel awkward but yeah I, I feel like there's definitely ways to go about it and you know I think it's good to know that I guess there are some men out there that don't view you know that that don't view women as or label them anything because they've had sex yeah with them. you know like I think it's it's nice and it's refreshing to know that potentially are we moving into a time of change I'd like to think so yeah hundred percent ah so you actually you mentioned that you had somebody else write in last minute yes okay yes so my friend she wrote into me but she was more of a positive way about it whereas like we were saying like have you ever been called this she called herself an ex slag because she's now got a girlfriend but she said she texted me and she was like embrace the hoe honestly me and my two mates had a group chat that was called official hoes and we just boosted each other's ego about any conquests that they may have had so like it was like oh you slept with that guy amazing good job girl like you said five words to a guy at your door at the start of a date and then shrugged iconic (laughs) so like those kind of things (laughs) I love and then like in the group yeah and then in the group chat changed the name to five word shrug so like that kind of thing which I think is mint because it's so different to how other people it's 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 not derogatory it's like lifting up because actually it's fine like if you want to that's the thing if you're like if you're already feeling it and you're just like you know what I just I would, I just, you know, we all have needs, you know, we all have yeah. things. And if I just want to have sex with someone, I should just be able to have sex with somebody without being judged or labeled. I think it's really great that they've got that, that group. I just have a takeaway yeah. after. Have a takeaway. If, you, if, you, if you want it straight away, have a takeaway after. No, I agree. And I think it would be good. I'd love to sort of get to a point in society where. I suppose men can be part of such groups as well with, with women like going, yeah, nice one. You know, I mean, I, I, I've got a friend, actually a really good guy friend who lives in Alabama. He's, he's awesome. Like I feel like the male version of me and we are each other's like wingman, wingwoman. When we like, when we sort of meet, when we're traveling, you know, yeah that's sort of how it works and he's he's very supportive um and I'm very supportive as well and I think it would just be great if we had more of that like stop with the juvenile yeah 
shaming words like it's just it's it's more off-putting that people think like that because it's like have you have you not evolved have have you not developed your little fucking pea brain like it's off-putting yeah really off-putting yeah like we've changed into a world now where like yes obviously it used to be very traditional but that's no longer the case and we've evolved so much so it's it's a shame that people are still stuck in that rut of having to make people feel like they've done something bad and when actually it's really positive yeah and I just think like it should just never be a thing and I I would put money on it still being like a really prevalent thing in schools even now you know like when you're 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 in high school and stuff like I still don't think that'll have gone away I think they'll it'll still have those sort of implications and those sort of like nasty words and things and I just think yeah it would be nice to get to a point where people can be more sort of empowered about their decisions rather than have to feel like they have to justify it or they have to feel ashamed for things. So that's what we need to do. This all this whole thing, if you take away nothing from today's episode, just be positive and be a nice human. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call someone out. Yeah, just be nice. Like accept it. Be nice. We we are all human. We've all, you know, we've all got those those needs nobody should be ashamed for for having needs that you know we're born with um and and don't really have that much control over I guess so I think just just stop with the labeling stop with the slut shaming stop with the fuck boy stop with the man whore just just leave it for what it is um but actually to be fair to to sort of bring this together I do have eight sex positive alternative statements that we can say so for example you know usually it would be like so and so is just on the walk of shame the fuck should yeah. it be a walk of shame i'm not i'm not ashamed i feel fucking great on the morning if i've just played the night before, so i don't feel shameful at all. The yeah fuck that so i've got i've just um i was sort of on the internet doing some research about some some alternatives that you and your friends can use with each other to build each other up and there's a couple of blogs um from self.com and one called bustle and we'll pop those uh links in the show notes for you but i've picked out eight eight good ones i think and i'm going to start with the first one now the first one instead of the walk of shame are you ready for this ames yes it's the walk of wayne (laughs) the walk of wayne yeah because the only way that i can interpret that is john wayne so if you've had like, I don't know, if, if for a woman, um, for a man, you know, if you've got laid and I would I'd associate this particularly maybe with somebody being a bit more endowed. Okay. And you're walking like John Wayne, you know, like how John Wayne walks, like the little... I don't actually know who John Wayne is. I've just had to Google him as we're talking because <laughs> of the generation gap. This is... Um... This this 1907. I mean, like this. So this right here is a really good example of why we love doing this podcast because I'm I have a different perspective to Amy, but it also allows for moments like this where you just don't you couldn't possibly I couldn't possibly feel any older right now. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I just like John Wayne. No, like so. Okay, so he had this like sort of swagger walk. I'm going to do this for you now, right? Wow, if it's that sexy, how did he not have <laughs> So they, these people have coined the phrase, instead of the walk of shame, the walk of Wayne. And I think that was really dependent on who you've been with the night before. That's just yeah. my, my personal thing. Very clever. 
Sorry, I didn't pick it up straight away. That's absolutely fine. Actually, I've got nine, by the way. So I said it was eight, but there's there's nine. Nine sex positive alternatives. So number two, we have the stride of pride. This is my favorite one. I love this one. Someone said it on a TV show and I was just like, yes, girl. Yes, the stride of pride. Like, good. And I picture somebody really happy and like, yep. I'm fucking proud. Like Dirk Diggler. No, yeah. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler doing that stride of pride. I, I, yeah, feeling it. Do you know what it makes me think of when, like, the, do you know that cat meme where it's like leaning back with, like, (laughs) yes, yes. That's what it makes me think of. I feel like we need to get this meme if we can. So we can, we can uh, share that with everybody on our Instagram. I'll make it. There's a meme generator. Oh, great. That's that's wonderful. Yeah. Number three, we have mm-hmm. the victory lap. The victory oh, I like that lap. One. Yeah. So I very much like that one. Not the walk of shame, but you're doing a victory lap. You are like, you know what? What a fucking victory that was. So, uh, yeah, I like that one too. That's sort of tied at the moment with, I think, with stride of pride. But I like the victory lap. Number four, we have after sex saunter. So I can imagine like sauntering, sauntering home. I can imagine what that, yeah, that's. That, I like Someone that. Someone to me is quite sexy. Yeah, exactly. So, like, and you're going to be in that mood, aren't you? You're going to be a bit proud and a bit smug. Like, ah, oh, yeah, night. you are. I mean, you might not have had a great night. Let's put you it that way. Not. It could have been really bad. But, you know, regardless, you've still gone for it. So, the next one that we have is personal parade. It's just you parading yourself, Ooh. really. And why shouldn't you? Because, <laughs> yeah, you're awesome. You just got laid. So, so good for you. Party. Trek of Triumph. Now that wow. sounds that sounds good because that sounds almost like I've just had such a an amazing night, but I've I've got to get this trek home. But it's going to be a triumphant trek, no matter how I get home, land, plane. You've won. <laughs> You've won. Like absolutely. <laughs> Next one we have. We like that one. Bringing home the bacon. I haven't heard of that one before, but apparently <laughs> apparently it only works if you grab a breakfast sandwich on the way back. So if you've done that, okay, if you've so just, <laughs> yeah, if guidelines. Got, there's guidelines. So if you've got laid in the night before and you're like, yep, yeah, feeling good, I'm kind of, you know, doing that stride of pride, but then you're like, what's that smell? God, that smells really good. Oh, fuck, I'm so fucking hungry. And you look to your left or to your right and there's a bacon sandwich shop, right? And because they're everywhere. Uh, pu- yeah, oh. bacon sam- yeah, bacon sandwich. Got to love a good bacon sandwich. And you turn around, there's a bacon sandwich shop, and you go in and you purchase that sandwich to take on your way home. That's when that applies, bringing home the bacon. Literally. Love it. Uh, I like that one. I've heard that saying before, but I didn't realize it was in regards to that. Yeah. Well, yeah, That's. I didn't know either. I thought bringing home the bacon was like bringing home the money. You know, like yeah, bringing home so the, the money. So like someone that w- yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. But whatever, we can we can use that for whatever the fuck we want. Yes, so we can. There we go. So number eight is just got laid parade. I like that one. Oh my god! Because I mean, who doesn't I like want a parade? Yes, I think that's. I think I like that too because of that reason. And number nine, the final one, which I think is an important one to share, is: Are you ready? It's called uh a walk home. Oh. Because why does it have to be labelled anything? Why can't you just be walking home? So I mean mic drop moment. That was just I mean, I feel I feel like 
liberated because we could we should just call it a you know a, a walk home doesn't need to be a walk of shame home. if you want it to be a just got laid parade awesome because i think you should celebrate that shit but if you want yeah. it to just be a walk home just keep it simple yeah yeah, yeah have it yeah nine sex positive alternative yeah fuck that i don't feel shame nicely done Thanks. No matter. So I think that's everything that we wanted to get off our chest. Yeah. And I hope, I hope that we've inspired people enough out there to just either not to be a dick and be nice to your friends. <laughs> uh, and also for yourself personally to not have to feel shame around this because there should never be shame around this. Like you should feel empowered and back yourself. If you want to go with those feelings and if you want to go ahead and have sex, first date, second date, third date, whatever. Just go ahead and do it. There should be no judgment or shitty fucking labels. 100%. And I, th- it's, I think it's such an important message. And it's funny because we were wondering how we were going to make like a slight episode with what we wanted to talk about. And I think this is one of the longest episodes we've ever done. So yeah, it's just, it's something that we really believe in. Yeah, absolutely. I think just shame in general, like just like suck that shit off because it's, yeah. it's not a good, it's not a good thing. You don't need it in your life. Dunskies, thank you all very much for listening. As usual, all of our social media links are in the show notes. We would love it if you could chuck them a follow, join our Facebook discussion group where you can engage with other listeners and what you think of the episodes. And I went on a walk with our friend of the show, Jodie, yesterday, and she actually gave me the print for our review competition. So I have it in my hands and We've currently got 23 reviews right now. So that's 23 people that we've entered into our competition. We put out an Instagram post and a lot of people liked it, but we just want to say, remember to put your name in the comments because if you don't, we don't know whose post is who. Yeah, so if you've got like a, a really cool nickname, which we've seen some wonderful ones um, on the sort of the, the podcasts for Apple Podcasts app, we don't know who you are. So just let us know who you are. DM us, that's cool. Um, we will get back to you. And yeah, tag a friend, give it a bit of a share, you get a bonus entry. Um, but good luck to everybody. And thank you for thank you for entering. You're gonna it's a beautiful print, so you need to check that out on, on Instagram. Yeah, and it's something that we truly believe in because it's such a positive, nice message, and that's definitely something we need right now. A nice bit of hope. Absolutely. And remember, stay true. Stay you. So thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next week. Thank you. Next week. Adios. <laughs>